Thought Bubble Audio. Hi, and welcome to Batwoman TV Talk, your weekly podcast following the adventures of Ryan Wilder and the hit TV show Batwoman. My name is Palmer, and with me, as always, is Tony Ann. Say hi, Tony Ann. Hello, how are you? I am good. How's it going? Pretty good. How I cannot your... believe we have made it to finale night. I know, which is which is weird because it's like July in two days. I know, and the season just ended. But it's also sad because like now we won't be getting together to podcast every week. Yeah, but it's only until October, so it's... It's it's a little I know it's a little break but it's still going to be Yeah. Weird. It will be. Um before we get into our thoughts on this last episode, let's get an email going. Ooh, love emails. We have our emailer Stephanie and they say Let's see. Okay. Yep. They say it's been a long crazy journey but here we are listening to the last episode of Batwoman season 2. I'm going to say this because it's the truth. I'm going to miss hearing from y'all more than the show because y'all had me enjoying it so much more, and I appreciate all that y'all do for the listeners. I also want to have a comedic system. The reason why Gotham's rent is probably the lowest compared to other cities in town is because every week it has criminals running around and rioting. Who in their right mind would want to live there? I mean, that is that is very true. Like that is a very salient point. (laughs) If I if I'm spending more than like five hundred a month for rent in Gotham, it's too much. Exactly. I understand from last week's episode that Tony Ann didn't like the representation of Batwoman after. After Cersei carved on it and had that crazed look. But I would have enjoyed that plot more than the one we'd gotten in this episode. I would have loved for season three to be about Kate first being the bad villain in several episodes in we have we have her trying to return to herself. I'm upset that the writers and anyone who was involved in bringing Kate back decided to have her leave once again. If it was the actress's choice, I can understand. Which I mean, it doesn't struggle. sound like it was just based on something Wallace put out on Twitter. Uh, I have not seen it, so we'll have to we'll have to let me know about that in a minute. I mean, the struggles that some of the episodes were having to bring back Kate only for her to say, I'm leaving and going to look for my cousin. I love Ryan, and I'm happy she's Batwoman. She's meant to be the hero that Gotham needs. I am seriously thinking they should hire both of you because you all know what needs to happen. In conclusion, in my own opinion, this episode sucked. Ocean annoyed Palmer once again, there is no doubt. And I now have to make my way towards my new ship. Hashtag Wildmore. Um, you are correct. I believe as soon like so the scene as soon as I saw the empty like subway car, that was I like I texted Tony Ann God damn it, god damn it, god damn it, god damn it, god damn it. <laughs> And for a split second, I thought it might be ocean-related, but then I'm like, nah, he's deader than dirt, so I'm like, what the fuck could have happened? And then I, uh, then when I was watching the episode earlier before we started recording, I saw his name in the guest credits, and I was like, well, that explains it! <laughs> yep. Oh, man. One last time, I hope, but you you are correct. That, that did annoy me. Um. <laughs> 
as so what did uh, Wallace put out on she Twitter. put out on Twitter yesterday and I sent you the tweet, but I'll read it now. Oh, Batwoman fans. Yeah, I just sent it to, I just sent it to the group chat now, but oh, I will okay. read it out. Batwoman fans. I know how much Kate Kane means to you and I love her too. I hear your feelings and I can say I, and I can't say I don't feel the same way, but we did the best we could. Kate will always be a part of the Batwoman story and have a place in our hearts. Guys, thank you. And Kate and I love you. So uh, I don't, I, I don't think this was her choice. I think if Wallace had her choice, she would still be there. I would like to think that any, I mean, any actress or actor having the choice of having a steady paycheck, <laughs> they would want to be there. Like, unless I, you know, sometimes I can understand people who are like, well, I've been doing this role for like two or three years. Like Jacob Kane. We know Jacob Kane um, is not going to be back as a series regular, although they did leave the or open for him to return in a guest role capacity, but they said like, like are they he just is gonna not leave him in jail. Probably unless unless they unless they convince uh, Scott to come back um, for an episode or two, in which case like we'll see him. But yeah, he's he's off to jail now, so good you know he's gone. Um, and uh, I'll wait to say I'll wait to say the rest until we get to the actual episode recap part. Until we get to the end, uh, because it'll be part of the wrap-up. So we're going to jump into Season 2, Episode uh, 103? No, 18. <laughs> 18. Uh, and I'm sure it has a name, and it's called Power. Okay, yeah. Okay, yeah, I guess. <laughs> we start off with Black Mask um, having uh, his villainous monologue his diatribe his for lack of a better term manifesto <laughs> going over the air of on every single channel on every single channel um you know basically what we've heard him say before like like you know gotham's broken we need to rise up and take out you know take down the government and you know it's up to us yada 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 he placed mass on uh, street corners all throughout the city, and he wants the people to join him in raising Gotham to the ground. And then the power goes out all over the city, even on the um, even on the Batwoman title card, which I thought was a nice touch. Yeah, that was pretty cool. Uh, and then we go to Ryan penning her Batwoman resignation letter to the city, saying, you know, she loved being Batwoman, but maybe she's not the hero the city needs now. Maybe it's all of them. Um, and I mean, the, the, that's basically the first two scenes. Yeah, I will say, I don't, I don't know if we skipped it or if I'm just jumping ahead. But my favorite part of the very beginning was when they were all flipping the channels, like, and watching his manifesto moment. And the, the little boy goes, this isn't America's funniest. Yeah. Yeah. No, that was, that was right at the beginning. Hilarious. Um, yes. The unnamed little boy and his family that show Which... up sporadically. I'm like, and I, I I wonder if there's a like, if there's gonna be a story with them next season because I feel like why did they keep showing up? Uh, I don't. Yeah, I mean, I guess you wanted like for the for the story towards the end, like you wanted to have one family that had like a face. So uh, after Ryan pens her resignation letter, she goes over to, or she's already in. Who knows? Uh, because it's dark. <laughs> she goes over to the holdup where Mary is going over the list of things that they need to do <laughs> because Mary made a list. Uh, stop Black Mask. Stop Cersei. 
get, get Kate, Kate back, back, save the world. Were we aware that Gotham City, like, lost power? Because, like, that's not something I remember happening last week. No, we just saw it when we Black did. Mass took over. Like, when Black Mass, okay. yeah, took over the airwaves, they cut the power then. So, okay. all right. And to start off, this brings up a good point. Um, okay, so he cuts the power off to Gotham City. Fine. <laughs> I, 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 that is believable because villains do this sort of thing all the time. And that's okay. Um, How are TV still able to function? Well, well the, it was after he was done talking. They, they cut the power. Like So he finished his speech and then they cut the power. So now everyone's listening to radios. Um, but so the entire city, the, the the entire city's gone dark. Um, so aside from that, he's also able to stop the cell phones from working, which okay, maybe signal jammer, easy peasy. Yeah. Um, but I refuse to believe because as we see, uh, Mary, Luke, and Ryan are like working by candlelight. I refuse to believe Bruce Wayne doesn't have, like, 30 generators in the Batcave for this sort of thing. Like, they if weren't anyone at the Batcave, has... though. Weren't they at the holdup? Or at the... Even when they're in the Batcave, there's no, there's no power. Because they're originally watching this in the Batcave. Right. So, like, I refuse to believe that Bruce doesn't have, like, 30 generators for this sort of thing to happen. Unless when the false fate society like not false fate society when kate or cersei like grabbed all the stuff they made sure the generators didn't work either or maybe the generators got knocked out in the fight with uh, cersei and and ryan or they just didn't think or i mean i'm i'm willing to go with they didn't think because um this episode we normally don't talk about it because um it's usually like a it's usually a multifaceted approach, but this episode, if I remember correctly, was written by everyone's quote unquote favorite, <laughs> Carolyn Dryers. Yep, I was right. Okay. So, okay. so the the producer creator of the show wrote the season finale, um, and then we'll also get into we'll get into that later on too. So. Everyone's working by candlelight. Mary comes up with a Mary comes up with a plan, and Ryan's like, "Well, I can't beat Cersei, but we have to figure out how to do these other things." And Mary's like, "Look, my job was to come up with the plan. You guys re- renumber it however you want, and you let figure out a way to do this. And let yeah. me know when you've got it all figured out. I'm yeah, good. send a raven, and I'm out of here because uh, she has to get back to her. She has to get back to her clan. Um, but uh, Luke did find a walkie-talkie, so he's like, here, Mary, here's a walkie-talkie. This is how you use it, because I'm going to mansplain a walkie-talkie to you. And Mary's like, we know how walkie-talkies work. Huh. Although I would admit that if anyone didn't know how, to walk, how a walkie-talkie would work, it would be Mary. That is true. But I can also believe that in 2021, when walkie-talkies have kind of become an archaic thing of the past that he might think that they don't know how they work. So that really kind of didn't bother me. I mean, they were still alive when Nokia was a thing, though. A Nokia phone was essentially a walkie-talkie. That's true. Uh, so 
Luke has been watching Black Mass speech uh, on loop on his dying laptop that now only has 5% battery and can't figure out where Black Mask is. Uh, he pauses it, and there's a reflection in his helmet, and Ryan's like, I know that logo. Which I thought that was kind of a really cool way to reveal where he was. Yeah. We then go to the studio in which in where Black Mask was um, was having his little filmed moment, and they're working by they they actually have power, so they're working by actual light, and they're getting ready to pump Tavaroft full of of venom, and and he has atomized um he has atomized the snake bite to kind of give the edge of the take the edge off of the venom so that way he wouldn't have he wouldn't have like the roid rage that Bane was known for okay which um and uh during while this while this um procedure is going on he is uh black mask is talking to Cersei about his plan he wants you know Gotham to he wants the people in Gotham to rise up take over um take out or kill the mayor and then the next day he would show up and shoot black mask in the head he would you know pay some lackey that he has to to be black mask for a day and then he would show up and shoot black mask in the black mask in the head and be the savior of the city and now he would be you know people would vote him as the mayor and and it would be his city as he's finishing talking to Cersei about his plan, Tavaroff ODs. Hey, can I just say the beeping in this scene, which I realized was the heart monitor before it went loco, was driving me up a wall to the point that I actually had to pause what I was watching to make sure that my fire alarm wasn't going off. <laughs> it was driving me crazy. Yeah. I, I too like... I find it utterly hilarious. Like, like as soon as as soon as Tavaroff like flatlines, Black Mask is like, "Well, he's dead." All right. <laughs> and <laughs> honestly, like, like, not, like no way to be like, "Well, maybe we could try and save him." Nope. <laughs> and like, I was this is why I was we test our products on animals. <laughs> I was completely fine with that, honestly, because I was rooting for the flatline because I can't stand Tavaroff. So when he, uh, well, we'll get to that later. But when when he was revealed alive a little bit later in the episode, I was quite perturbed. Now you know how I feel about Ocean. <laughs> <laughs> so Black Mass is like, all right, he's dead. Get him out of here. We go back to the holdup, and Luke went over to his father's old work area and found uh, that the logo belonged to a Gotham Live TV station. And he has the address, and he's walkie-talking it to Ryan and Sophie, who are now at the holdup. And Sophie's like, "All right, we know, you know, now that we know where it is, we're gonna go." And and Ryan's like, um, "Is this a date?" <laughs> and Sophie's like, "Look, Cersei shot me twice with a crossbow while I was in a cage." And Ryan was like, "Yeah, and she beat my ass when it, when it wasn't." Um. <laughs> And then this, that was funny. And then this goes into one of the mem- one of the many moments we've had recently of Ryan being like, "I'm not really Batwoman without the suit, and I can't be Kate slash Cersei or Cersei or Sate Kate." No, I guess yeah. 
sight. So there we go. No. Anyway, I can't beat her without my bat suit and my gadgets because I'm a fraud. And Sophie's like, no, you're not. You're Ryan Wilder. Fuck up, kiddo. And then Alice comes waltzing down the stairs. <laughs> Thank <Which>? God. <laughs> Why do you say it like that? Ah, uh, this episode is a little much. And and so Alice comes Alice comes waltzing down the stairs. Ryan's like, what are you doing in my loft? And Alice is like, uh, this is my sister's loft. Still doesn't give her the right to be there, but that's not the point. I mean, it kind of does. It's fine. Unless Kate says you can stay there. No, it does not. I'm sure she did at some point. Who knows? No, no she most definitely did not. <laughs> so Alice is looking for Kate. And they fill in Alice. They're like, hey, by the way, Cersei lied to us, and she wasn't actually Kate. And Alice is like, yeah, I know. Catch up, people. Sophia <laughs> Sophia told, told me. And they're all shocked that Sophia's still around. She's like, well, she's not going to be a problem unless you go rooting for parts for an 86 Firebird in the east side scrapyard. <laughs> uh, and then there's chaos outside because people now wearing black mask masks are looting the city. And we have a very abrupt edit. Yeah, this was weird. Yeah, that goes from them inside the holdup to them outside the holdup, pulling Mayor Atkins from a uh, from a vehicle. He's been shot or stabbed or injured in some way. And Ryan and Sophie kind of like take out the people around, pull them out, and Ryan hands her the. Ryan hands her the uh, hands Sophie the walkie-talkie and is like, "Look, emergency comms are channel channel nine. Keep trying till you get through. I gotta go." And Sophie wants to go with her, and she's like, "Look, he needs you right now. Stay here. I have an idea." She goes back inside the holdup with two masks, and she reminds Alice of when Alice told her told Ryan that she needed someone to hide behind so the bullets didn't hit her. <laughs> now, it's time to, now it's time to repay the favor. And Alice is like, um, just waiting to hear magic words. And Ryan's like, I need you. And she's like, I know. Let's go. We come back from commercial, and Luke is just in his father's um, uh, workshop space. office. Workshop. And kind of bumps into a couple boxes, and we see papers fall, and there are sketches that Luke throughout when he was young uh this whole scene was really kind of cool for me and i loved the music in the scene too i liked the music it was a little hammy but yeah it was it was good um luke noticed on the paper that there's writing on there that's not his um done in red ink and he is wondering what his father was up to with these and then he kind of looks around and he sees he sees a giant thing covered by a sheet he uncovered covers it and it's a it's a bat suit that that Lucius was working on. It, it was kind Over of Mary's... it kind of reminded me of the like the way it lit up kind of reminded me of the black lightning suit a little bit. Yeah, the electric blue. Yeah, that was that was cool. We go over to Mary's um super non secret, totally legit. totally legit clinic. That's not nearly as good of a name, but that's what it is. And 
she's trying to help people being wheeled in, and someone wheels in Tavaroff and is like, we need to help him. He's dying. And she's like, oh, Because, you, of course, the son of Satan really? needs to live. <laughs> do I really need to help him? Yes, yeah, Mary, like, you're a doctor. And she's like, I can't believe we're wasting oxygen on this one. And I don't remember him being this big. Like, what's happening? Uh, yeah, yeah, we're going to get to those. We're going to get to that in a bit. So... Mary notices like that they were trying to pump him full of venom and that they had atomized the or aerosolized the snake bite to kind of take the edge off of the venom. But also it it sustains the high longer, but it weakens it enough so you don't, it doesn't risk ODing. And Mary has an idea and she pulls the atomizer off. She's like, all right, have fun saving this guy. I'm out of here. Yeah, because it was basically like it it makes it so the memories never end. Right. That's what she said. And then it took me a second to realize what her plan was. Um, Kind of. Although the the reason why the memories never end is because it's in his, like, breathing mask. So he's constantly being given it. So I don't think Mary thought that far ahead. Although the fact that then we find out, like, she wants to use it to kind of kickstart the memories of Kate. It was a good plan. We are in the Batmobile with Alice and Ryan, in which Alice is like, in which Alice uh, was apparently reading Ryan's mail. Which okay, random, but sure. I mean that's that's an Alice thing. So Alice uh, lets her know that uh, she got a, a letter from Angelique. She sends her XOs and that she has a parole board hearing at nine fifteen tomorrow, and to not be late. Um, then we, you know, then we, then she talks about she understands how Ryan feels with her mother, and she gets why she hates her because she lost Ocean. They, Ryan stops that mobile because they're where they're at, and, and Ryan's like, you know, you're the bad person. I don't care that you feel sorry. You don't deserve my forgiveness. To which, to which Alice says, "Oh man." And to which Alice uh, accuses Ryan of killing the first woman that she ever met in her life because her real mom died in childbirth, <laughs> which um, is is. Uh, what did she say? She accused Ryan of killing the first person she ever met because when Ryan was born, her mother died in childbirth. Oh, God. That's <laughs> She's so... like. <laughs> she's like so so i didn't catch that you want to talk about killing mothers <laughs> like girl what are you oh that was i that was... i that was such a great line i i loved it i don't know i it was it was bad it was horrible but like it was such it was so Alice dark thing. and twisted like yeah oh, it was God. great if i were ryan i would have slapped her <laughs> like not even kidding we go back. We go back to outside the clinic, and Mary's talking on the walkie-talkie to to Luke, saying, "Like this is what you know. This is what the this is what the aerosolized version of Snakebite does. And I have a plan. And is it a good plan? And Luke doesn't say anything. And while they're talking in the background, Tavroff, who came back to life, is now just like smashing stuff behind her in the alley while she's trying to figure out how to get a signal." With this, and then with this walkie-talkie, starts running, and Luke's like, "Oh, it's a great plan." 
she's like, yay, and she turns around and Tavaroff's there and he's like, hey, it's me, Tavaroff, back to the back to the riot going on outside. Cars are burning, people are looting. Things the are bat going crazy. Signal is being thrown off. Yep. Bat signals being thrown off a building. It's uh it's pretty much like the worst parts of the Bible going on. I want you all to remember this for later when there's a line that makes absolutely no sense in the in the show. We go inside the TV studio with Ryan and Alice in black masks. They walk right in and there's nobody there, so they didn't even need the black masks. Like But better to be safe than sorry. <laughs> I just realized that. I was like, they walked in and immediately took them off so you drove to the station put on the masks like while you were right outside the door and then took them off right inside the door okay well because you don't know who you're going to run into or what's going to happen so better to be safe than sorry and then once they realized they were in the clear they were like well we don't need this anymore yep as they're looking around cersei in the in the certified bat suit comes out and starts beating their butts this was a really cool fight scene. This was one of the better fight scenes. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I really love I really love the action. Wallace Day using the or you know the the Kate using the bow staff and Ryan's like you're gonna hit me with my own staff and she's like is it yours though? They knock over the table that had all of the all of the uh, trinkets from from Batman's foes on it. Then Black Mask shows up, starts opening fire. Alice and Ryan hide behind a table. Cersei picks up the stuff from the criminals and hightails it out. Black Mask tells her to go put it in the safe at home. And Alice tells Ryan, go ahead, I'll distract him. You go. And Ryan's like, but I can't beat her. And Alice is like, yeah, I know. Just go. She's like, and I can't drive the Batmobile. Go save my sister. This is true. Like, I would imagine that it's like a handprint code or something. Otherwise, I'm pretty sure Alice could drive the Batmobile. I mean, Mary's done it. I think Mary also, like, blew up something. But she has done it. Uh, we go back to the family inside of the apartment, listening to Vespa, who is reciting Batwoman's resignation letter. And the little kid has one of the black masks, and he's like, hey, our neighbors put this in the window. Can we? And the father's like, oh, my God, that's such a great idea. But we don't understand why. Over to Mary fighting Tavaroft in an alley while running up um, fire escapes. All right. Tavaroff's muscles are the most inflatable muscles I've ever seen since the movie Shazam. And that's saying something. I just didn't like I just didn't care about him at all. Like the like the muscles were huge. And I'm just like, why? Why are you still here every time? Like his muscles were distracting and his entire existence annoyed me. I just wanted him to go away. Yeah. Um, yeah, his inflatable muscles were were done very badly. Um, yeah, yeah, I that's they were just like who thought they looked good? Like who signed off on this, Caroline? Like who? This was not a good look. Like uh, there were ways. Like I understand like the fact that it's episodic television, so it's not like they could tell him like hey. Next season, this is what's going to happen. So we need you to actually like build some muscle mass. Like he couldn't build muscle mass in a in a week or so. Although if they really if they really had this idea, they, they could have at least them. warned warned the actor. 
they could have told him about it ahead of time and then put him in like baggy clothing to hide it. Yeah. Like he he looked in shape before, but like if you put him in baggy clothing throughout most of this season while he's kind of like working on getting a physique, like he would still look somewhat in shape, but then put him in like tight clothing for this to make like the muscles really pop, I think would have looked a hundred times better than what they went with. And it would have yeah. been a little bit more believable. Definitely. Um, so so there was that. And then Mary he chases Mary to like the side of a the side of a roof and she's about to throw the snake bite off a roof. He grabs it from her and then pushes her off. And as she's falling in a horrible, like falling special effect. Yeah, that was bad. But I knew what was about to happen, so part of me yeah. was like we have really swooning because this was like so cute. Sorry. We have Batwing. We have Batwing using the jets in his boot to to stop her from falling, to catch her in midair, and then the jets go out and they both come crashing to the ground. Which was like, and then she had my favorite reaction because like he took he took the the mask off, and she's like, "What? What is happening?" <laughs> <laughs> Which was like such like that's some so something that I would say something I say quite frequently so I loved that but also I'm a huge Luke and Mary fan as a ship so like that just gave me like a really cute awe moment and I really want them explored next season please go there yeah it's not happening I'm sorry like even the end of this episode kind of tells you that so we come back from commercial and Ryan shows up in the Batmobile. And, and Mary's like, all right, here's the stuff. Go save the city. And Ryan's like, but I can't be Cersei without my bat suit and my weapons. Because I, I already were... said this, like, the entire last episode and now most of this episode. I knew you were going to hate this. It didn't really bother me, but I knew you were going to hate it. It wouldn't, like, this is like, you know, this is kind of like, so here's. Like, I don't necessarily dislike it. I dislike the way it's being portrayed on the show. And my biggest complaint is the same complaint I kind of had when I felt Ryan would slip uh, in episodes like being hostile to Sophie. It's just like, all right, like, we've heard you say this once and we've heard you say this twice. Like, it's fine. Like, you don't need to say this every time you open your mouth. And that's what like for the past two episodes, that's what she's doing. And it just gets like, woe is me, and please, it's it, it's like fishing for compliments almost. See, it didn't read like that to me. Like last week, it last week it read more like the bat suit was never mine. It was always meant to be Kate's. I was just keeping it warm. And this which week, which is it's, true, which is true. And then this week, it was more of a the bat suit gave me confidence. I don't feel that confidence without the suit so she kind of had to realize that the thing that makes her bat that the suit doesn't make her batwoman the thing that makes her batwoman is something within herself and she needed to discover that but you know what we've seen ryan at the beginning of this season being without the bat suit and before she really even had possession of the bat suit being confrontational and very like like i wouldn't say boss bitch but like very like i have a you know even if it's a front but like i have this confidence and you know i am strong in this 
And to see it like again, this is regression of her character. But it's not really a regression when she was just like when she's just been in a in a moment where she felt like she could like she just came off of a battle where she couldn't win. Like she just yeah, got her one ass- battle doesn't she just got her ass- like you're, you're coming off of Luke getting shot, which she already blamed herself for. Then she gets her ass kicked by Cersei like she's in a low confidence place, not as a point of character regression, but because things have happened recently that have shaked her confidence. It's not like this is happening without a cause. Um, I I agree that there's stuff there to shake her confidence, but like she's already proven she's done stuff without the bat suit before. So the fact the fact that trying to say like the like she needs the bat, bat suit to do stuff feels very disingenuous and all it is to be honest it just feels like all it is is to set up the ending of this episode now i would say that there are two ways that this sets up the ending of the episode there's the way there's the way we got it and then there's also just like her handing the bat suit back and being like all right you're better i'm out um but i think it was i think um i think this entire thing was a little bit too much so we go so mary's like all right get out of the bats get you know get get out of the battlefield look look at all these and she you know she points to the windows that are that have the mass that have the black mass in the window and all they have is candles burning in them and it's the sign of the bat symbol and she's like gotham's behind you girl go get it and ryan's like haha now i'm invincible now I got that compliment I was looking for. It, it it didn't read like that to me at all. Like it, she just you know she saw that people still needed Batwoman and that the suit didn't. I mean, I mean the entire city's in chaos. Yeah, you you kind of need Batwoman at this point. But I think she also too felt like she. She was just she was just like I said having a a, a moment of shaken confidence, which given recent events. It makes sense. Like it, it doesn't. It's not like it came out of nowhere. I feel like if this was only happening because Kate was back, I could see it. But I think it stems from more than that. Yeah, but we don't really see her start saying all this stuff until Kate shows up. So that's the thing. Is like if we, if she had started this thing like prior. But also too, I I really do think it has a lot more to do with the fact that like Luke got shot, and then like immediately after Luke got shot, they're dealing with the Kate of it all, and so I don't really think there was a whole lot of time. You know what I'm saying? Like I think I would be very interested to know if they didn't, if like Luke did not get shot, if she would still have the crisis of confidence because I do think that she blames herself for Luke getting shot, and then you have Kate being back, so it's kind of a a combination of everything. So it, it, from that perspective, I, I can see it and it didn't really bother me. I get why it bothered you though. I also wonder too, if, did you feel like maybe it was, it was building towards where we got to at the end and maybe that kind of turned you off? Um, no, I still, as, as I've always said this season, um, I felt Kate would still be there going forward. So it's more of it's more of looking back at it in retrospect. Gotcha. We have a very short fight between um, Luke and Tavaroft, 
in which Luke punches him once and that's it. That was very, very comforting for me. I enjoyed that. I mean, it was good because like Luke, Luke kind of got his Luke kind of got his justice. But at the same time, like this has been built up for weeks. Yeah. And it was like two seconds. And I don't just mean like him versus Tavaroff. I mean, him in a bat suit has been built up for like weeks now. And it amounted to maybe two minutes total. Yeah. We have a scene with Alice and Black Mask fighting in which uh, Black Mask is talking about why Alice failed as a villain because um, she was always like very she was very confusing. She hated her sister, but she protected her identity. You know, she does one thing, but also does the opposite. And Alice is like, you know, who's a good villain? The Joker. And then she squirts him in the face with the acid flower. And then shuts the mask on it, so the mask kind of mold, you know, so the so the front of the mask kind of melts into his face with the burn, so he can't take off the mask. That was awesome. That was a really that was a really good scene. And now that we have like Black Mask kind of like permanently in his mask, like he is in the comics, uh, that was really good. We have Ryan speeding in the Batmobile, looking for looking for Cersei, Sophie on the walkie-talkie, um, giving her updates and directions using the tracking that's on the bike and then they so after a after a back and forth chase in the city with rockets being fired at each other and tacks being thrown on the ground they finally stop on the same bridge that that Kate, Beth and their mother had their accident on. Wow. I didn't even catch that. I mean, it looks like the same bridge and at this point I'm going to assume there's only one bridge left in Gotham, so yeah, I totally didn't even catch that. I'm glad you did. Yeah. So they stop. They have oh she she ties up the front of the, she ties up the front tire of the bike. So Kate goes or Cersei goes flying. She gets out of the Batmobile and they go to fight and you know Cersei kind of antagonizes antagonizes her like you can't beat me and she's like call me Batwoman and they fight. And they fight some more, pretty much to a stance, pretty much to a standstill. And Alice shows up, the vial or the the aerosol canister of snakebite is on the ground. Alice shows up as Ryan and Kate are fighting near the edge of the bridge. Ryan turns around, tells Alice what to do. She ducks out of the way. Alice sprays Cersei in the face with the snakebite goes charging after her. Cersei swings with a punch. Alice ducks it, grabs Kate, and then they both go into the water. That was really cool. That was, and I I do like the fact that again, they have an accident on the bridge and going into the water. This is this is kind of where this is where they lost each other, for lack of a better term. So it's kind of an interesting full circle moment to have this be where they find each other again. Yes. Or will they? Who knows? Because there's still like 20 minutes left in this episode. We come back from commercial and we see Alice and Kate just, you know, chilling underwater, <laughs> dying. Nothing, no biggies. While all of the all of the stuff from the Batman villains kind of starts floating away. We see we see Penguin's umbrella. We see Mad Hatter's top hat and we see Alice and and Kate kind of look like they've been chained to the bottom of the yeah this was giving me very this was giving me very goblet of fire feels 
Yeah. Um, and then we go, we kind of have a transition that we see we're going into Alice's head and we are back at the NP subway car and <laughs> I knew you were going to hate this. Although There's... when, when okay. I saw his name in the guest credits, I wasn't sure in the context of which we were going to see ocean. I immediately flashed to your freak out. So yeah. I, had ass- I had assumed that he might've somehow come up alive though i couldn't quite figure out how and then the dream happened and i was like oh well this makes sense i also will not understand how come like how come people's visions or like or like yeah their visions for lack of a better term like give them more information than they should know so like alice shows up inside like we see alice in her brain inside the subway car and we see ocean there and she's like but you're dead and he's like yep and he's like well you got to get out of here tatiana is coming she's gonna kill you and he's like i can't i'm booking an rv oh so tatiana killed you because you're booking us a vacation like this is this is Alice's dream. This is I think this is maybe see I I took this as the snake bite was kind of affecting Alice too, and like remember she said she should have gone away with with Ocean when she had the chance last week in that scene with Mary. So yeah. this to me was her playing out. Okay, he's getting an RV for us and we're gonna go off. This was playing out the what if we had done that thing. Well, no, because she because he says that, and she's. She sits down and is like, I couldn't like it makes her realize that even if Ocean had stayed alive, which he isn't, he's dead, dead, that she still couldn't have everything because he was going to want to take her away. And so it was still going to be one or the other. And she's like, I thought Snake Bite was supposed to be fun. Like, what the hell? (laughs) Like, I'm the only one. I'm the only one who gets like bad memories. (laughs) And she starts crying because she knows he's dead. And thank God. And he's like, hey, Alice, I need you to do me a favor. You know, you had emotions for me. That's good. You need to keep having them. So go find somebody else. Hopefully somebody better than me because I'm dead. I, Ocean, am dead. Not alive. Dead. D-E-D. Can't ever come back again. D-E-A-D, if we're actually going to spell this correctly. Can't ever come back again. Never going to be on the show again. See ya. Not that you're not celebrating or anything. Oh, no. I I have a giant banner <laughs> that says Ocean is dead. It's great. Um, and then we go back out to the to them just kind of bobbing along the bottom of the – and Alice's hand kind of brushes Kate's face. And we go to Kate's mind, and we see, we see a replay of the scene from season one of young Kate coming down the stairs of – um oh god what was his name what was whose name evil guy that kidnapped alice oh hell what was his name no it wasn't hell <laughs> i can't think of his name either i can see his face i can't think of his name yeah such a brain part right now oh my so god. she's going she's walking down the steps and then she's going up to the she's going up to the door and she stops and she turns around to go back upstairs and then she stops again and then actually tries to open the door and it opens and there's tiny Beth on the other side and they embrace and it. Oh my, I was bawling. Me too. This was like, Oh, 
it was it was a very emotional reunion of like the two when they were younger that didn't happen um so we see like the snake bite working correctly in case Cartwright. that's the name Cartwright. yep so we see the snake bite working correctly in Kate's brain. Apparently, Alice is just has enough screw loose that like her brain even screws up snake bite. Yeah. Uh, and then they both kind of wake up, and Alice drags Kate to the to the surface and onto the beach. Ryan comes running over and starts administering CPR and tells Alice, you know, pinch her nose, angle her head up, and start breathing. And, and Alice is Alice like, is like it, sobbing and like. Try like trying to do it, but like like yeah, is in hysterics. Oh, I was losing it. And after a few moments, finally, Kate comes back alive, and, and the, the first words out up. of her mouth is Beth. And then the cops show up and drag Alice off. I almost thought, I almost thought Ryan was going to tell her to run. Yeah, that wouldn't no, that wasn't going to happen. I almost, I for a split second, I thought it. But how did you feel about the cops taking Alice? I mean, she's a wanted criminal. Like No, she's 100% a wanted criminal. But I'm just like, really? Y'all couldn't give them, like, one? Like, we, you couldn't give them, like, one second before you? No! How many times have she, like, gotten away? Like, like she's <laughs> lucky they didn't shoot her on sight. No, that's true. But this was the one time I was like, this was the one time I was like, damn it, couldn't you just give it her, like, like a minute? Yeah, like, I understand, but still, like, I also understand, like, they're, they're, she's lucky they're just dragging her away. No, that's true. This this is, like, I just wanted I just wanted to wait, like, 30 more seconds for them to show up, not for them to, like, give her the time, <laughs> but for them to be, like, 30 seconds later so that they could have a moment together before the cops dragged her off. Yeah, we come back from commercial, and we have... <laughs> We have uh, Vesper talking about how challenge was crushed. The call to arms that Batwoman that Batwoman gave to them, you know, they met and they turned away from Black Mask. And apparently, Vesper was nowhere near Gotham City the night before, because in her mind, like no one went outside. Everyone supported Batwoman. Like, no, there was there was no riot going on. <laughs> Like, like, come on, Vesper, like half of the city was in complete chaos. And yeah. The other half was like lighting candles in the window. Yeah. And again, we saw random family at one point in the episode. I think we skipped it. Um, Like wanting to put the mask in the window. And I'm just like, why are these random people on our screens? Uh, No, that's I talked about it. Oh, we did. OK. Yeah. For some reason. Yeah. Um, so we transitioned from that to. To Ryan at her parole board here after Vesper's like, by the way, we're not accepting your resignation. Gotham needs you. And we love you. And more importantly, really Gotham loves you. Yep. Yeah, but we already know Gotham loves Batwoman. Like, we knew that last season. Yeah, but it's a different Batwoman. Gotham doesn't care. Like, that's that's kind of my point. Like, God, like, like Gotham doesn't care who's in the suit, just that somebody's in the suit. But we have Ryan at the parole board, and they're like, so we're here to determine whether or not you should continue your parole. Have you changed? And she's like, no, I haven't. I'm still the good person I was. And I was going to – I really liked this speech, but I was like, okay, where is this going? And then she brought it home at the end. I was like, okay. So she goes over the whole thing. I've been like, you know, 
I'm still the same person that I was when I went to jail and then the same person I was when I first came before you and you told me I had a 75% chance of being reincarcerated. But I know you want to do the right thing, so I'm going to give you the answer that you need to hear. And yes, I've changed. Basically, she is doing um, Morgan Freeman's speech from Shawshank Redemption. And and they grant her her parole, which I'm yep. glad. Yep. They granted her her parole, so she is now no longer being supervised, and she's free to do whatever she wants, um, which I kind of thought, again, like, this, you know, I have retrospect now for the episode, but, like, here I thought, well, this gives Ryan, like, if they're going to just go with Kate next season, this gives Ryan the perfect opportunity to now, to be able to legally leave the city and go be with Angelique. But, well, with the, at that point, we didn't know that. Yeah. So we get, we go over to Wayne Tower, and Luke, Kate, and Mary are all having a drink, going over all the stuff that happened this year. Um, Mary even talks about the ginger cutie that Luke was nerd was, flirting was, with. I love was flirting that. with. And then. And then Kate's like, oh, I hear from a little birdie. We have a plus one in the hero department. And we hear the, the you know, Luke gives us a story of he drew the, what what he thought a black Batman would look like when he was young. And his father made the suit for him. But now, you know, Kate's home, safe and healthy. And that's really all that matters. And Mary and Luke had talked about the plans that Kate has. And they're with him or with her. We don't actually know what those plans are yet. Correct. And then we, and then Mary's like, "How does Alice fit in?" And she's like, "Who knows? I don't know." She was like, "Well, I've been trying to bring Beth out of Alice. Turns out Alice brought Kate out of me." Which I thought was a really good line. It really was. That. And she's like, "But until Alice wants to be Beth, I can't help her." But I mean, we don't know if Alice wants to be Beth now. Like she's in jail. Like, did somebody go talk to her? And then Ryan shows up and Kate's like, we saved you a slice of vegan pizza. And I almost threw my remote through the TV. <laughs> Are you not a fan of vegan pizza? I'm just not a fan of vegan. Like, <laughs> like unless unless there is a medical reason for you to be vegan, no one should ever be vegan. <laughs> I did like that they had that in common, though. Yeah, I honestly don't know if that woman in the comics is vegan or not. And if she isn't, I am very upset that they turned her into one. And if she is, I am very glad that I have that I have erased it from my memories. So I thought, I thought that was a really cute, like little little moment there. And I I liked the the scene with Kate and Ryan one on one, which we're about to get into. This I think might be one of my favorite scenes of the episode. So Kate's like, hey. I need to talk to Ryan. Get the hell out of here, everybody else. And they leave, and Ryan's like, oh, you know, thank you for the bat suit and everything it's done for me. And Kate's like, well, oh, you know, you know more than, you know, you know everybody, like, what the suit means to the people. And that's why you're going to be Batwoman, because I'm going to be leaving forever. Bye. I, I had already known that she was that that was the plan that she was going to be leaving because I had seen people talking about it on my timeline before I watched the episode. Mm-hmm. So I, I don't know how I feel about it though. Well, we have like 
two more scenes to go through, or three more scenes to get through, and then we can do it all in the wrap-up. Got it. We have Kate going over to the holdup, and Sophie's there, and Sophie's like, are you going to try and kill me? And she's like, no, but you might try and kill me. Sophie's like, so you're leaving Gotham? And she's like, yep, I'm going to go visit my dad in National City, and then off to see Bruce, or off to find Bruce. Wait, did she say she was going to go visit her dad or then a friend in National City? Because I thought it was three separate things. Her, to see her dad, see a friend in National City, and then go find Bruce. So I thought she was going to go go see her dad, go see Kara, and then... Oh, yeah. Yeah. No, she's going to go see her dad and then a friend in National City. I wonder if she'll show up before the last episode of uh, Supergirl. Uh, I wonder. Yeah, because I, Super, I don't think Supergirl comes back till August. Yeah. Uh, and then she's like, you know, if she's like, if Bruce is alive and trapped somewhere, I need me. And Sophie's like, ah, so we suck at timing, huh? And she's like, yep, maybe there was another universe where we meant together. But this one, not that one. No, not this one. She's like, I think we need to we need we deserve something a little bit easier. And then Sophie's like, well, whoever that is, she better be able to compete with this. And then she kisses her, which has been the only time this season I've actually seen actual chemistry between two people kissing. Well, the only people we've seen kissing all season are Alex Exactly. <laughs> but I I'm glad you agree. I don't. But that's nope, too late. You already agreed. I'm editing anything else you say out now. <laughs> You say that every week, and yet you don't actually edit anything I say out. Because I'm lazy. <laughs> but I, I do feel like this closed the door on Sophie and Kate. and that Did it? Who knows? Like, Kate could come back. Even if Kate does come back, I feel like we are going in the Sophie Ryan direction. Uh, I don't think we're going in that direction yet. But in any event... Then we have so uh, we have Ryan and Mary and Luke in the Batcave where the where Luke and Mary are putting the stuff back together and Ryan's like, "Yay, we're Team Batwoman next year!" And we go over to Ryan going to Arkham Asylum. Next, she passes the cell of Black Mask, who is yelling, "Janice, Janice!" Pulling at his mask, she hands the guard some money after he opens the door. And she's in Alice's cell, and she's like, ha, security is worse than I thought. I only gave him 40 bucks. <laughs> and Alice and Alice is like, well, you got everything you wanted. I'm behind bars. I have no shoelaces. A neighbor, a neighbor who's crazier than me. And Ryan's like, well, the system worked for once. I and wasn't then, sure why Ryan actually came here. To gloat. She wanted to make sure she was in jail with her own eyes. And then she's like, I hope we never see each other again. And Alice is like, well, that's fine. But guess who you might never see again? Your birth mother who's still alive. Which that was a surprise. Wasn't expecting that. And then we go to a scene of the of the villain props washing up on shore. We see the hat. We see the umbrella. Uh, penguin, uh, penguin's umbrella. And then... The the container that had poison ivy's flower in it had been smashed open, and we see we see its roots starting to grow and and branch out, pretty much alluding to the possibility of poison, poison ivy, ivy being, next year. 
Okay, which, yeah, I saw a couple rumblings about that on Twitter. Yeah. I don't know much about Poison Ivy, so I'll be very interested to see their take on her. Uh, Yeah, I'm going to – I'm looking forward to it. Um, We saw Poison Ivy in Gotham um, as both a young and old – young and, um, like, mid-20s. So we'll – We'll wait to see. We'll wait to hear about casting for that. Um, that being said, so my first take after this episode ended, and again, this was before this was before you sent me the tweet about Wallace Day, um, was that okay? So we're gonna have next season. We have Ryan running around as Batwoman, and we have Kate going to find Bruce. now. Now, even though in my mind, uh, initially, until I started, like, I didn't see Wallace Day's thing, but I saw, um, I saw Javicia's interview with EW, in which she pretty much said, like, she's not coming back. Um, she's like, oh, the door is open for her to come back, but she's not going to be, like, a main person next year. Uh, so before I read that, I was upset for not... Not because Ryan was full Batwoman against what I predicted, but one of the biggest downfalls, I think, to Supergirl, and I don't watch Supergirl anymore, and I haven't for a few years. I but do, one so of I the can things tell that I felt, right. well, no, I mean, this is this is like a this is a personal like taste thing. One of the biggest downfalls I think Supergirl did was bringing in an actual Superman. So in season one, when you know. Season one, anytime Superman's like talked about or seen, it's never like in full form. Right. Like, it was always like kind of, text conversations or phone right, calls or something. Right. Or like even at towards the end, it was just like the chest plate on like a gurney. But then they actually cast Tyler as Superman and they had him show up as Superman in the show. And this led to whenever something happened, people on Twitter complaining why doesn't Superman help her? Why doesn't she call Superman for help? Like even our friend Michelle did this a lot. And to me, like the show's Supergirl, not Superman. Yeah. No, like she it, needs to be able to handle this stuff on her own. So my, so I felt like them bringing in Superman and casting somebody and having that be an option was a, was a disservice to the show. And, and all I saw with Kate going to find Bruce is great. Now we're going to get Bruce in as Batman and the same thing is going to happen. Like, even though he might not be on the show that much, it's always going to be like, why isn't Batman here to help? You know, where's Batman? Go ahead. No, I, I could, I could see that, but also too, what, what ended up happening with Supergirl and Superman is they also made it very clear when Superman was on Supergirl, especially in the last couple seasons, that they kept saying that Supergirl was stronger than Superman, which also pissed a lot of people off. But in the but she is like in the is, comic. Is she like I don't like know in the, the comic? comic yes, yes. Uh, canonically, she is she is the strongest Kryptonian there is because she was because she was older. She had spent more years like her biology. So her biology. Uh, she was a fully formed Krypton- Kryptonian by the time right, she crash right. so, landed on Earth. Yeah. So she her was still body. Yeah. So her body can store more of the sun's power, or she's all, like. Whereas Clark is kind of not necessarily weakened, 
but he spent more time on Earth than he did on Krypton. So his like he wasn't he like all of his all of his like physiology hadn't like grown into place yet. Like it grew into place on Earth. So so he like his body wasn't fully developed under the red sun like Kara's was. But gotcha. so yeah, in in comics she is stronger than Superman. It's it's a fact. What I don't like lately is like now they're trying to say um, Jonathan, his son, is the strongest one, which I'm like, eh, no. But but you're right. Like they said that in, so they've said that time and time again on the show, which I applaud them for. But it did like whenever something like whenever she kind of stumbled, like like all right, this is a 22 season show, you know, episode five, she's going against the main villain of the show. And she doesn't beat him outright. Well, why didn't she call Superman right then? Like, there's 20 more episodes in the in the damn season. Yeah, it also it, it was also a disservice too with Arrow and the Flash when they did that, establishing that Central City and Star City were so close together. Like a lot of times when Arrow was having a problem, it was always be like, well, why didn't you call the Flash or the or the same thing? Right. You kind of have to like forget that the other superheroes exist, except when it comes time for crossovers. Right. Like, it, yeah, it's called Supergirl, not Superman. Like, he has his own show now. Now, granted, this was years after the fact. But, like, he's got his own show, so if you want Superman that badly, go watch that show. You know, like, I, hear it's, I, hear it's, I hear it's good. It's like, phenomenal. Bits, you absolutely is, should watch it. Bitsy is a great Lois, and, like, I, I've read what's going on. It doesn't particularly thrill me. I've been I had toyed with the idea of watching it eventually, but I don't know. But switching back to Batwoman, how? Because you've always said as long as Kate is alive, you want her on the show and in. Yes. So how do you feel that she's leaving? Uh, I I hate it. Like I absolutely hate it. Um, it's gonna be. I'm not gonna say. Season next season is gonna be tough to kind of win back my win back my uh, my love for the show. We said that going into this season because ended up- because like I I like Ryan as a character. I think at times she's written badly, but I'm fine with her as a character. I'm fine with her being Batwoman. I'm not fine with Kate not being on the show. Like Kate deserves to be on the show even if you want to make the argument like they're both batwoman or maybe she again like if i would have liked ideally i would have liked them both to be batwoman or kate is batwoman and like something happened to ryan whatever like one of those two things but i was still okay with the fact like after the show ended and before i saw gvc's comments i was like well at least i still have kate on the show i wasn't happy what i thought we were going to get from kate being on the show like, because I thought that ultimately meant we were going to get Batman on the show. And that's what I was upset about. Not necessarily like, all right, they gave Kate something to do to keep Ryan as Batwoman. Whatever. Like, you could still see Kate in a Batwoman outfit. Like, you could still see Kate, like, looking for Bruce in a Batwoman outfit. Like, that wouldn't stop her. But um, the fact that we know Kate's alive and now she isn't going to be on the show is one of the dumbest ideas and the litany of dumb ideas Carolyn Dryas has had. And we said that we said this exact thing at the end of last season. 
creating Ryan instead of just automatically recasting Kate at the start of last at the start of the season. So I kind of want to agree with you, but I also know that we said all of this about the idea of a new character and we ended up loving it. So part of me is like, yes, I agree. The other part of me is like, maybe we should wait and see what happens because maybe I'm not saying I'm going to hate next season just because Ryan is Batwoman. What I'm saying is what I'm saying is I am I am not going to like this show as much as I did because Kate is not on it. Kate doesn't have to be Batwoman. The but fact Kate that Kate does need to be on the show. The fact that she is alive, Kate should be on the show. Now, you know, again, like I said, I've been fine with, you know, I would have been fine with her getting a B plot of of going off and looking for Bruce. Okay, like I I can kind of understand that. Whatever. Like it wouldn't have been my first choice, my second choice, probably it would have been my absolute last choice, but at least I would have still had Kate on the show. But this is this now when you take the season as a whole, honestly this feels like Caroline when Ruby left, it threw the show into chaos. And yeah. now it feels like Caroline was like, well, we decided to create our own Batwoman, so now we're going to now we're going to develop this entire season, putting her into that role, which I think they did a good job of. Very and then good job. Last and then this last couple of episodes was so like they they ham fisted it so much that that it was just like, see, she's the only one who can be Batwoman, and I thought it was disingenuous. Uh, to the overall fan base, not necessarily like the people who only came on for, you know, because Ryan became Batwoman. But I mean, like the long term people that were like, we don't care. You know, we don't necessarily care who Batwoman is, but we still love Kate. And it was like our emailer said, like, now, would you have rather them not have resurrected Kate if this was going to be what they did? Yes. Would you have rather left her dead? Yes. Because that I could at least understand. Like, all right, Kate left, and for some reason they decided they weren't going to recast her. So she died. Okay. It sucks. I don't particularly like that idea, but but whatever. Okay. It's also wow. kind of low-key cruel to cast Wallace as Kate when she and auditioned. give her, like, three episodes. Give her, like, three episodes, especially when she auditioned for it originally. Like, they picked Ruby over her. She finally gets her dream job, and then they're like, no, we're not really going to use you that much. Yeah. Like, all this all this tells me is, like, look, I, I've never seen Krypton, uh, so all I, I know of, I, all I know of Wallace Day is her work on the show. I absolutely love her. I thought she was a great Kate. Honestly, probably should have chose her over Ruby to begin with. Like, uh, yeah, I like I was, Ruby. Uh, I was getting ready I, to say the same thing. But... I, yeah, like I like Ruby. I think she like she fit the character. And if you like, if you told me like, like if you showed me a picture of Ruby and, and said that's Kate Kane, I'd have been like, you know what? I fully agree. If you showed me a picture of, of Wallace and say that's Kate Kane, I'd be like, yeah, you're right. Um, so while I think initially maybe Ruby looked the part more. Like in my mind, as far as like comics go, um, obviously with everything that kind of happened in and Ruby leaving, 
you probably should have picked Wallace first, you know, over yeah. over Ruby, who had the name recognition. Because, like, don't forget, like, she was on Orange is the New Black, where she was, she, like, she got some pretty good notices from Orange is the New Black, and she had been in a couple movies. So, like, like people knew who she was outside of TV. And people knew, but people knew who Wallace was, too, you know, because of Krypton, because Krypton was huge and she was hugely popular on krypton right but also at the same time like krypton was krypton hadn't been canceled yet either so that would have been difficult to to pick her and have her on two shows at the same time true i you know I, i guess everything happens for a reason but like the logic behind this like i don't understand what the point of bringing kate back was just to give her an off-screen happy ending that nobody was really going to want because 99% of this fan base, if Kate is alive, want her on the show. So I've been fighting this. I've been fighting this the entire season. Um, And one of, you know, one of the people that I've met through the show that I talked to on Twitter, not necessarily on a, on a daily basis, but a fairly daily basis uh, our friend Eva, who really loved the first season, who stopped watching because Kate was no longer on the show, which that was, you know, that was her choice. And I support that decision. Um, but she was always she had always been like fervent. She was like, they're not going to bring Kate back. And if they do, she's not going to be Batwoman. So she was right. But she's been saying this throughout the entire season. And. This episode, I think I I can no longer I can no longer fight against it. The reason they brought Kate back is to hand is to hand the suit over to Ryan and be like, see, Kate thinks she should be Batwoman. So you can't you can't give us you can't yell at us for not having Kate as Batwoman anymore. Like the entire thing served to prop up Ryan as Batwoman when I don't think. Now, the, the divergence here is I don't think you really needed to. Yeah, exactly. You didn't really need to. And number one, number two, you didn't even give us a decent reason. Like, OK, yes, she's going to find Bruce and she wants to make up for not finding Alice. OK, fine. But you also could have played into I technically violated this suit when I put it on to hurt people. And while I know I wasn't in control, like I technically wasn't in control I feel like I don't deserve to wear the suit. You do. I mean, yeah, and you can do that, and it's fine. And they kind of allude to it a little bit at the end. Like, Sophie even tells her, you know that wasn't you, right? And she's like, yeah, I know. But, and again, like, like I, I said this several times, and again, like, again, if you just, if you brought Wallace Day back next season so we can see this adventure of her going to find Bruce, great. Like, but there's no reason that it has to be either or like they can both coexist on the show. I don't see why you can't except for except for any time Kate's on the show, there's going to be that. Well, why isn't she Batwoman? And I, I kind of understand this, but it's a it's a very self-serving purpose to get rid of Kate just to just so you don't have to explain why your created character is the star of the show. 
I mean, on one hand, I am very happy that they did not show Juvisi at the door in favor of Kate. I will be very honest and and say that. Right, and and I'm with you. Like, I didn't want like if Javicia wasn't brought in under the impression of like we're only going to have you around for one season, and maybe we'll have you here or there in season, you know, you know, as as a guest star or maybe a semi regular in the following seasons. I I fully agree. Like, if she wasn't brought in under that assumption, then I didn't want them to get to the end of the season and then say, by the way. Um, you're done. But there was a better way to handle this Kate thing than this. Yeah. Now I'm going to assume that I'm going to assume that when they hired Wallace, they, they better have said something like, Hey, you're only going to be around for a few episodes. I would hope so. Because maybe we have you come in here or there, you know, down the road. Because you're right. Like she could come in as. From the fans, maybe the outcry from the fans at having Kate not on the show will make them reconsider and they will bring her back at some point in season three. Because if there is ever a time to actually listen to the fans, it would be about this. Um, I don't think they would. Caroline just isn't that sort of person. Like she chooses, she decides what she wants to do and whether it's good or bad for the show she like that she went to the julie plex school of writing which is basically screw the audience any and all ways you can yeah um you know i said at the beginning of the year that i don't think she was the best spokesperson for the show because every time she like would like and like this like i was trying like i said i gave her the benefit of the doubt many times and in but retrospect, she, you probably shouldn't have because those comments should have been very telling in what she was going to do. Um, yes and no, because like like after they backed off, like after they had backed off and were like, well, Kate's missing. And what happened to her is kind of going to be the plot of season two. I was like, all right, they kind of they kind of walked it back a bit. But um, but Caroline would always say, like, dumb stuff. And and it was like, you know, like she was never serving the show well. No. Uh, so, so I I honestly think this I think this show would do much better having somebody else produce it. Probably. Or or show running it. I don't know enough TV to be like who that would be. But, um, you know, now. So now we've lost we've lost Jacob and. That's, you know, okay, whatever. Honestly, I'm not upset about that because uh, this season, to me, reiterated more than anything that Jacob without Kate kind of doesn't have a point. Yeah. So we lost Jacob. We lost Kate. And look, they haven't said anything. And they, I don't think, again, I don't think it's going to be true. But after really rewatching this episode, they kind of lost Alice. Yeah, and honestly, like, where do you what, like? Where do you go from here with Alice? Does she break out again? Like, and honestly, do you want Alice on the show? Yes. If Kate's, I mean, I don't, I, I don't care what the, I don't care whatever you say after that. Like, I want Alice on the show. Your, your thing could be, do you want Alice on the show if it means canning everybody else on the show and it's just Alice like playing every character? The answer will be yes. I want Alice on this show. 
Because for me, I don't see the point of Alice without Kate. Uh, the point is Rachel is easily the best actress on this show. Agreed. But again, they kind of shot themselves in the foot here because they've literally made Kate Alice's central focus. So she was the central focus last year. She was the central focus this year. Whether she was alive, dead, didn't matter. Kate is okay. Kate is looking for Bruce. Alice literally alice's entire reason for existing on this show has literally left town so what do you do with her i don't know but you need to do something with her because like i'm already going into i'm already kind of going into season three skeptical again it's not skeptical like i might hate season three it's just gonna take me a while to forgive not having kate on the show when she's alive that you can't also then have me stomach Alice not being there. I mean, at this like point, at that Alice, point, just cancel the show. At this point, Alice is at this point, I'm assuming is going to be in a reduced capacity because I just, I mean, she's in jail. Yeah. I mean, that doesn't, that never stopped anybody before, but you're right. Like right now, right now they've kind of wrapped up the Kane stories and you know, the good thing is, with all the stuff that's already come out, now that it's been a couple, now it's been like three days, none of it has been, and, well, Rachel's no longer a regular on the show, so it kind of, you know, makes you, it kind of makes you like, all right, Alice is safe and she's still going to be on the show. Now, now maybe we're going to get as a history, jailhouse. As, as history has proven, we're going to hang up in about five minutes. And, and, drop. and there'll be a news report like Rachel Scarston leaves Batwoman. That happened last and year too. Then like, I'm I just going to go lay down in traffic. I do think you have to prepare yourself for that possibility because I just don't see as great as Rachel is. I just don't see Alice as a viable character without Kate on the show. Ah, uh, I don't know. I don't know because, what she's going to do. Because they have literally made so much of her character about Kate. That she doesn't have anything without it. I mean, what does Alice have without Kate? Honestly. The best scenes. The best lines. But what what's her motivation as a character? Like, why is she doing anything? It was, it was to get revenge on her sister. Her sister's not in town. I mean, I don't think Caroline really bogs herself down with, like, like And, and maybe thought she should. And, and realism. And maybe she you know. should. Uh, I agree, but if we haven't done that for we didn't do that this season, so let's not let's not not go now. <laughs> but I just because there were even moments this season. As much as I loved Alice, I was like, why 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 are we here? Like it, like like right now, you have me so worried. I want Rachel <laughs> to just like move into move into um the locations around town that they film Batwoman at. So she now, has to be on the show. The only, like the I would, only like if I were her, I would chain herself to like a pole in the bat cave or something. The only storyline I potentially see, at least for the first half of season three, is she knows who and presumably where Ryan's birth mother is. Yeah. Yeah. And I like, I like the fact like, 
and it makes sense because <laughs> Alice is like, you left me to a person with a fingernail extractor. I'm going to learn everything about you and <laughs> to get revenge. So and she did. So she learned that her mother died in childbirth, that she didn't really die. So, yeah. So her story at this point, and maybe she could get Ryan, like, she's like, if you want to know the identity of who your birth mother is, you're going to get me out of here. And she uses the information that she has to leverage her way out of jail. I don't know how Ryan would pull that off. Or maybe she would just have her help plan an escape or something. I don't know. Yeah. And then that is literally the only storyline that I see. Unless yeah. we get it, unless we get a jailhouse story with her, which depending on where that goes, I don't know that I want to see that. Yeah, I don't know, um, but it's so now. Now essentially, we wait to hear more about season three, which again we're all pretty sure we'll have Poison Ivy. So start your fan cast for Poison Ivy. Uh, it's the CW, so your best bet is to just look at who's not currently in a show from the CW. Yeah. So. Um, if so, the, uh, what about uh, what's her name from the Vampire Diaries? There, which what's her name? The main, the main person. You're not thinking Nina Dobrev, are you? Yeah, let's get let's get let's get her back on the CW. I mean, maybe I could also see. She was the best well, reason to watch Vampire I mean, Diaries. She was. I thought that's not a lie. <laughs> what um, what what does Poison Ivy look like in the comics? Uh, redhead. Redhead. Okay. Uh, pretty much like, pretty much like, um, yeah, like a fiery, temptress red. Like, think of, think of like the most stereotypical, like sex pot redhead, and that's poison. Gotcha. Okay. Um, so you know, we can get Nina back. We can, um, let's see, what other CW shows have I watched in the past that that no longer no everyone from Dawson's Creek is too old <laughs> not necessarily like too old but i mean like too old for the show uh, smallville let's never cast anybody from smallville <laughs> unless it's erica durant but um but even then like that that's too old for the time frame it's going to be interesting to see exactly who supergirl's ending we could get we could get Kate McGrath from Supergirl over here. I would be, I would be fine with that. Like she doesn't really fit Poison Ivy, but I just want. Kate you just McGrath want Kate on McGrath that. on your screen, I, so it doesn't do. matter. Like that is the one thing. She is the one thing I miss about about not watching Supergirl. Well, her and uh, uh, her and um, uh, Dreamer. Okay, I was gonna say if you say Brainy, I'm gonna smack myself with. Oh the face. no, I absolutely hate him. <laughs> I like I was like Monel Monel's on the show. Monel is absolutely horrible. Monel's gone. Yay, Monel's back. Boo. Monel's gone. Yay. Brainiac's here. Boo. Like especially after you see the way Krypton handled Brainiac and then just what Supergirl did. Well, it's a different Brainiac. Nicole me from Supergirl. Let's 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 bring her and Kate McGrath over. I don't even care if they're Poison Ivy. Just as Dreamer and Lena Luthor, and I'm fine with it. So and you're right. Like Krypton, Krypton Brainiac is like the typical villain Brainiac. Stereotypical, like comic book out. Like I've never seen Krypton. I've seen the I've seen the photos. Perfect Brainiac. Brainiac 13 from the Legion is a different Brainiac. 
Now, going back to Ryan's mom, do you think they're going to make Ryan's mom like a comic book villain and like tie her into the canon of uh, the universe? Maybe. I swear to God, if she's Poison Ivy, I'm going to... I thought it, but I didn't want to say it. Yeah, I don't I don't see it happening. I kind of hope they also, like, I kind of hope they don't make her like Catwoman. You also a world where Kate Kane is alive and no longer on the show, and here we are. So... No, because I have brain cells. Well, okay, yes, I understand that. However, we are um, in a place we did not expect to be, so maybe don't I, use I don't think. I guess you could make her Batwoman, you know. I doubt they would make Sapphire her her birth mother. Oh, like, Lord, God, I hope not. There, there's directions that they can go in, but I don't know exactly, like, offhand, I don't know exactly how. Can we also get, like, Magpie and her sister back? I liked her sister. So it's going to be very uh, interesting to see where we go in the new season. Yeah, um, which starts in a few months. So we're, what, we're at the very end of June, second week in October. So we got four, eight, twelve. We've got about 14 weeks before the, the season starts. We probably have eight weeks or so until we start getting footage because they haven't. They start shooting in a I few think weeks. In a few weeks. And then we got DC Fandom, too. Right. So we'll probably get, again, like first footage around DC Fandom, which I think is the middle of August this year. Yeah, I feel like they're probably going to announce probably the Poison Ivy casting. Yeah, like it's DC probably Fandom, it's probably they, being put out right now, actually. Because they unveiled Batwoman or they, you know, they introduced Javicia as Batwoman in DC fandom, they don't necessarily, you know, they don't have to do that this year. They so. introduced her, but you knew that Javicia was Batwoman prior to it. I think it was only like a week or so prior, wasn't it? it wasn't Probably. long. Yeah, but I mean, chances are they've already announced who who Poison Ivy is because we're about to upload this show. Yes, could we actually remember to upload the show this week? I mean, we probably could. But before we wrap up, do we want to give like an overall marking and grade for the season? Yeah, go ahead. Um, I think I'm going to give it a solid B plus. The end, the last few episodes, and there were some things in the towards the end of the season that I was not overly thrilled with. But given the mountain that they faced of having to recap not recast, but having to get a completely new lead, introduce us to her, have us actually care about her, and then somehow continue on with the show and make Kate's story not necessarily something that ate the show, but, like, for the first three quarters of the season, they balanced everything really, really well. Mm -hmm. And then I'll say, like, the last three episodes kind of took a bit of we kind of took a bit of a left turn into i don't know what the hell is happening so that kind of makes me lower the grade from an a to like a b plus because a lot of stuff happened towards the end of the season that i'm like whoa what are we doing here oh how did we feel about did we i mean i know we discussed him suiting up as batwing in the actual episode recap how did we feel about it though was it did we 
I mean, I enjoyed it, and I can't, and it sounds like it's going to be happening more next season. Uh, I mean, I don't. Are we excited for that at least? Wait, it's still so starting. It hasn't. So there we go. I really don't have um, much knowledge about Batwing, so I'm I'm fine with it. Like, I'm willing to see what they can do with. Um, but it's not like a character that I've ever really followed that much in the comics. And I I have no comic book knowledge at all, so. Yeah. I'm I'm but actually I mean, really excited to hopefully we get to see him suit up more next season. Yeah, I mean it's a it's something else for Luke to do. So it like it gives him it gives him a little bit more of a purpose in it's like the next phase of his life. So I'm you know, as long as it's done well and it's not just like here and there <clears throat> but I mean we'll find out. But what's your overall thoughts on the season? Uh a B minus. The last couple of episodes really, really, like, derailed the season for me. And it sucks, too, because they were about to come in for such a perfect landing, and then they just nosedived. Yeah. Yeah, no, it was, yeah. I don't, like, this, this, this season was on cruise control, and then they handed, like, and then someone was like, ooh, look at this squirrel. Let's have them drive the car for a minute. <laughs> yeah, it just, What's the I worst was thing? like... It could happen. Yeah. Yeah. But so we'll be back uh, when there's news. So probably at least a few weeks right around yeah. Fandom. I, I was going to say we will probably do a post Fandom episode, depending on if there are any major nuggets that drop. Yeah, which I think this year we'll actually get something because filming will have already started and It'll be like a month and a half. Like it's almost directly in the middle of the of the off season. Yeah. So I'm sure so we'll probably get be some sort kind of kind of like what we would have gotten if if Comic Con were a thing. Yeah. So although there Comic Con is uh yeah, Comic Con will be a thing, but it's not it, until it's like November, right? Uh yeah, it's Thanksgiving weekend, the in person version. They're still doing an online one, but all the panels and that will be the will be the Thanksgiving weekend version but uh that's it so you know let us know what you thought you can tweet at us at batwoman tv talk you can tweet at me at academy rewind you can also email us at batwoman tv talk at gmail.com where can the people find you i'm at xo tony roney xo on twitter all right well that wraps up season two gonna be on to season three very shortly so you know everybody grab a drink grab a sandwich go for a little vacation you know, try and forget the fact that Kate is alive and not on the show for absolutely no reason whatsoever. Yeah, somehow I don't think we'll be forgetting about that anytime soon. Nope, I will be reminding people as much as humanly possible. But until then, they are shining the bat signal out in the sky, so we're going to get out of here. Have fun. Bye, everybody.